Today's podcast is presented by PodGo. PodGo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from PodGo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add Fruit and Flourishing in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Thank you, Podgo, for supporting this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fruit and Flourishing podcast. My name is Lisa Madison. I am the owner of The Flourishing Space, where I offer one-on-one coaching for kids, teens, adults. I specialize in eating disorder recovery, all things life, mental health, mindset, confidence, careers, goals, and so much more. For more information, you can check out my website, theflourishingspace.ca, or send me an email, theflourishingspace at gmail.com. All my social medias at The Flourishing Space, Instagram, Facebook, Uh, I think that's all I have. Oh, I'm even on TikTok because I am a TikTok star. And while I have you here, I would love if you left this podcast a rating and review because it is so much appreciated and I promise good karma will only come your way. Okay, so I'm just going to get right into this today because I'm really, really fired up um, about this episode and these topics and I was listening through everything I wanted to talk about and I'm just very excited. So we're going to get we're going to get diving right into it. I wanted to talk about things that we should normalize. I feel like right now I use the term normalize throughout my day, but mainly as a joke, like it could be the randomest, simplest thing. And I'll just kind of joke about it. Like for example, the other day I was eating my new favorite snack, which is um, cream cheese on pickles. Yep. Don't knock it till you try it. I used to eat bagels with cream cheese and cucumbers or cream cheese and pickles when I was a kid and just incredible. Anyways, when I would tell people about it, I'd always be like, normalize cream cheese and pickles 2021. You know what I mean? And I do that kind of, kind of at a knock at some younger generations. And there's absolutely no hate or judgment, but I do think there's a lot of sensitivity and defensiveness that I see going on and that everything should be normalized, which is great because I love how active and passionate they are in that sense. Um, But some things I'm like, okay, enough. We're fine. Moving on. Still love them. Love you guys. Keep doing you. But then I was thinking, okay, let's talk about some things that should actually be normalized, kind of like taboo topics that just aren't talked about or kind of looked down upon, I guess. So I'm going to share some of mine and then I'm going to share some of yours. And you know what? I'm not holding back. My coffee has hit. I got all the energy in the world. I danced to high school musical last night. I'm ready. Oh, that's what I should have put on this list. Like older people, adults watching high school musical and like, like on the weekend I watched Sharpay's fabulous adventure. So I think stuff like that should also be normalized, but that's a, that's a topic for another day. People need to be more open and that's why we're here. We're going to normalize these things, my people. So I'm going to start off with a bang. Are we still doing the girls don't poop thing? Because I hand up, I can honestly say here as a woman, I do poop. 
we fight for gender equality so hard, right? So with that, let's not be afraid to talk about our poop. From what I understand, my girlfriends and I talk about our bodily functions more than anything else. Like people think men are gross in that sense. Get a couple drinks in me and my friends. Read a group chat with me and my friends. Like, oh God. I was having a few drinks with my boyfriend and his family and their partners all in my circle. Please keep in mind. And without even thinking about it, I just blurted out, okay, be right back. I have to poop. And some of them were like, Lisa, what the hell? And yeah, okay, time and place, lease. I don't know why I couldn't have said I have to go to the bathroom. But I'd rather own it than them question where I was or calling me out later for it. You know what I mean? I just remember being in school when I was younger. If I had to poop during the day, like there was no way I was pooping. And actually, this is kind of it's kind of speaking on the same topic about normalizing it. When I was younger, I actually had a problem when I, where I was so afraid to poop that I would hold it and I would make myself sick or I'd have to wait until um, the house was completely empty. Sometimes because my parents are divorced, like I had very busy households at both houses. Um, they lived in the same town though. But if I was at one house and it was really busy, I would be too embarrassed to poop and I would hold it until I knew like either the house was empty or sometimes I would walk over to the other house if I knew that nobody was there and I would poop in private. Like I, but it made me sick. Like there were times where it would actually make me physically sick because I was holding it for so long. So yeah, here I say, I say right here, guys, normalize girls pooping 2021. Okay. This is a big thing I think we need to normalize because for some reason, people always look down on me for this. I have multiple streams of income. I do a lot of things because I'm passionate about a lot of things. I'm very smart with my money. Ryan and I are extremely into investing and making our money work for us. We're all about it. So when people ask how I make money, I kind of jumble over my words because I'm like, well, I do this and this. And my first instinct is to be like, well, I'm a coach and I own the flourishing space because I feel like I have to have my mind made up on one thing. And yeah, that's my main career. But I have a lot of things I'm interested in. And to others, it might seem like a messy lifestyle. But I hate to break it to you. It's actually a really smart and kind of freeing lifestyle. And we don't talk about it enough. We always make fun of those shows on HGTV where they're like, I don't know, I walk a dog a month and and I don't work, but our budget is 5 million. Well, you know why their budget is 5 million? Because they have other sources of income. I keep stuttering over my words. But we always feel like we have to say one, like we're only labeled as one main thing, one main career, I guess. So there we go. Normalize having multiple sources of income and multiple passion projects. 2021. Am I right? Oh my gosh. I need to take a sip of water. I am just this caffeine going straight to my head today. I know I'm only supposed to be drinking one coffee a day and I've only had one so far, but yesterday I had three. And I think that's why I was dancing to High School Musical. Like, I could not be tamed. I said, I was like, I need to release some energy. I need to settle down. Anywho, this is a big one. 
Can we normalize not forcing relationships you feel like you need to have or you feel like you need to be in or feel like you need to have a relationship with, if that makes any sense at all? Listen, I have a blended family. My parents divorced when I was three and between both my mom and dad's side, I have two blood sisters and five stepsisters, including seven in-laws. I have grown up knowing that blood does not mean family because it's all about the relationships you build. There are people in my extended blood family who I don't connect with. I don't like how I've been treated by them in the past. I don't like what they stand for. And I don't feel as though I need to make an effort to force that love. If someone, if somebody has hurt you, blood or not, and or you don't believe what they stand for, that doesn't mean you have to force something that you don't want. Blood does not mean family. So let's normalize not forcing relationships with people you don't want to in 2021, okay? I would also like to normalize my peach fuzz. And I'll kind of talk about this a little bit later because some of you guys said body hair as well. I remember this one day at school in the eighth grade, I was standing at my locker looking into my tiny little locker mirror and I noticed this faint blonde hair on my upper lip. You could barely see it, but just in that certain lighting, I became aware. And I remember saying to my friend, oh my God, I have a mustache. And she said, no, that's just peach fuzz. And I was so embarrassed. And sometimes in certain lighting, I still see it. And I'm like, oh gosh, I need to wax that. But like everyone has it. We pretend like that's something so new or our body hair on women is so forbidden. But I mean, that's just what our bodies do. It's natural. It's normal. I'm not opposed to waxing it if it's something I really didn't want there. But just know that that is normal. And it doesn't make you gross or manly in any way. It's just what our bodies do. It's the same thing as like cellulite, stretch marks, dimples, all those things. They are totally, totally normal. Everybody has it. So normalize that stuff, baby. Okay, this one. I would like to normalize ignoring MLM messages. So MLMs are multi-level marketing businesses like pyramid schemes. And listen, I have a lot of opinions about these, but I'm not going to get into it today. If you are genuinely happy doing what you do, I love that. However, I have been spammed many times on Facebook with messages persuading me to join their team or spend $500 and then start making a million dollars a month and explaining why I need it and why it's so good for me and people trying to know what's best for me. And when I was younger, yeah, they won and I gave in. I did get out of it. However, there have been so many times where I just beat around the bush because I feel like I should answer even though I don't want any part of it. And I've also heard that these messages are never genuine and they actually just copy and paste them, which is a little impersonal, but I understand you guys got to do what you got to do. So I've started ignoring them or simply saying, thank you, I'm not interested. And don't be afraid to do that. Saying no for things you don't want or just ignoring it. Like, what are they going to do? They're not going to come through the screen and grab you. Well, I, I don't know. Some of them are really intense, so you don't know. But they ultimately, they don't have control over you. So don't let them. I also want to normalize not being busy, which I feel like I'm kind of a hypochondriac. No, wait, what's the word? Contradicting? Yeah. 
whatever contradicting myself because I used to be like this I think throughout this pandemic a lot of us have learned that you know we were really stuck in the hustle culture and we felt like we needed to be busy 24 7 I think I have an episode all about that and how again that was my life for many years and it turned out I was just missing out on life the whole time But some days still, I feel like I need to explain myself if I'm not working for eight hours straight or something. But the truth is, I've designed a life for myself where I don't have to do that just because that's what I want. I very much create my own schedule. Some days I'm sitting at the computer literally for nine hours and some days I'm sitting here for 30 minutes. Yet busyness always seems to be this weird competitive thing. As if the person who isn't as busy is lazy But that's not true. We're all just busy in different ways and it's not a competition. Just because you're the most tired ever doesn't mean someone else can't be tired too. It's the same thing with mental health. Like just because somebody has had it harder than you in some way doesn't mean that one person doesn't have it hard as well. You don't need to prove anything. Just do you. So we are normalizing not being busy. All right. Okay. This one... (laughs) might be controversial. I might get some messages about my personal health. Um, But I'm going to come right out and say it. Let's normalize, if you want, going commando more. Maybe? Just me? Guys, I go commando the majority of the time. And maybe that's because I mainly wear... Excuse me, let's normalize voice cracks in 2021. Maybe that's because I mainly wear leggings or sweatpants, but seriously, no shame in my game. I don't like lines. Leggings can give me camel toes enough. I don't appreciate the additional wedgie or need to constantly flatten out the lace part of my thong so that you can't see it. Just a thought. Maybe normalize going commando. I don't know. Let me know what you think about that. Okay, this one. Hold up. There is something floating in my water and I have no idea what that is. Whatever it is, I just drank it and we're going to leave it there. Oh my God. I think that's my lotion. How did that happen? Anyways, let's talk about adult acne. This one was also sent to me by others. So I knew I had to talk about it. Let me tell you guys. I had perfect skin all my teenage years. Perfect. Like I look back at photos and I'm like, oh my God, what I would do to have that face again. It was soft. It was even gorgeous. Once I hit 21, all hell broke loose and I still don't have great skin. I think people assume acne only happens as a tween and a teenager, but actually it's a lot more common for females to have acne in their 20s. A lot of it being hormonal and stress, and it sucks because we feel like we're too old for this and we have a hard time getting it under control. But again, this is something that is completely normal that a lot of people deal with. This next one is sticky, but important. I want to normalize either not going to post-secondary education or going to college over university. And listen, this has absolutely nothing to do with people who go to university. University is an incredible experience. You've received a great education. And for a lot of people's dream careers, they do need university to accomplish that. 
This is about the people who feel it's necessary to look down on going to college or not going to school at all. For me, I loved college. It was extremely hands-on and interactive and smaller classes, which I appreciate because I learn better through that kind of experience. And not going to school at all is totally fine too. I don't know. I think there's just this stigma around it and maybe it is evolving a bit. All I know is that I was really judged for dropping out and also going to college. It was called Mohawk and everyone called it Slowhawk, but I actually, for the first time in my life, graduated with honors and I still use the resources and information um, from my program. I still keep in contact with some of my teachers, which was awesome. I felt pressured to go to university, even though I had no idea what I wanted to do and did not even have the grades to get into university. But yeah, I had friends tell me their parents wouldn't let them go to college. It was just not on the table and they had to go to university. And I'm going to be honest, a lot of the people I know who did graduate from university are in careers that have nothing to do with what they studied. And again, there is no shade to university whatsoever. Everybody experiences differently. But just don't shade the people who choose to do other things instead of school or choose to go to college. They're not below you. So enough of that. Can we also normalize the whole marriage and kids by a certain age thing? Listen, I've been with my boyfriend going on six years now. I don't even like calling him my boyfriend. Like he's my partner. He's my life partner. That's who he is. We are, he's about to be 27. We get asked about marriage a lot. And maybe sometimes I even get annoying and I pray for it too. But when it comes from me, it's always just a joke and we just... I don't know. It's just an ongoing joke with us. Him and I both know we have other goals together, a lot of goals together, goals we want to accomplish before we spend money on a wedding. Like we know we're going to get married, but right now other things come first. Our timeline might look different than others, but that's fine. Just do you focus on you. Okay. I think that's all of mine. I'm sure I have a ton more and I'm probably going to think about them after this podcast comes out, but I wanted to share some of yours that you guys sent me too. One of you said, honestly, all females should try using a douche at least once. It's refreshing, but it feels awkward to say, but I love that you said that though, because how often do we talk about that? We never talk about female hygiene. Another one is body hair. Absolutely. Just like what I was saying with the peach fuzz, body hair is so normal. Arm hair, back hair. Oh, up on your jawline by your ears. Do we know what I'm talking about? Because I have a lot of little hairs there, a lot of blonde hair. Like I'm pulling at it right now. That stuff is normal. Like that's not. Yeah. Do you guys have that? me panicking. Yeah. Super normal. Same as like sideburns and women as well. Um, farts. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to my poop topic. My farts are worse than my boyfriend's. I swear to God, not drinking alcohol. Yeah. This is actually a really, really good one. I don't drink that often anymore, but I agree. There are people, there are people who just don't like drinking. And why, why do people feel forced to drink alcohol? It's like, it's some social cue that everyone has to drink or have a drink in their hand. 
And it's funny when you think about it, if you go to a party and you're offered a drink and you say no, I feel like they either assume that you're pregnant or they just call you out for being lame or something. So yeah, I I totally hear you on this one. Living alone in a relationship. Yes, yes, yes. First off, living alone is great. There's so much benefit to living alone. And I don't think there's absolutely anything wrong with that. And going back to what I said about marriage, every relationship has different goals. Like, I don't think people know this, but Ryan and I um, both still live at our parents' houses. We've been doing this for six years and people don't understand it. But again, we have goals that need our attention that we're working towards first. So yeah, I think this is so normal. Um, And also kind of envious of that. Love it. Fighting in relationships, including family and friends. Absolutely. I agree with this. A lot of people assume that healthy relationships means no fighting or arguing, but I have to disagree. I think the healthiest relationships come from those arguments. um, If something positive comes out of it. I don't know. Through all the fights that I've had with people closest to me, we've only become stronger from them. Um, I think it's all about communication and these fights happen when all these feelings are kind of suppressed, right? Um, But then when they do happen and you're able to get every single feeling out and every single thought, then you can all move forward and work together on it and just grow from it. So yeah, I love this. Last one, putting yourself first. Always, always, always. I can't say it enough. Um, In order for everything else in our lives to run the way we want it to, we have to put ourselves first. And there's nothing to apologize for that. You have absolutely nothing to be sorry for when it comes to putting yourself first. So yes, very, very important. All right, guys, that's it for me today. That was fun. Thank you for those who sent me some. I'm all fired up now. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to follow all the socials at The Flourishing Space, and I will see you next week. For today's affirmation, I'll say it twice. On the second time, say it in your head or say it out loud. Every day and every way, I am becoming more. Every day and every way, I am becoming more. Stay happy, stay healthy, eat your fruit, and keep flourishing. Bye, guys.